Welcome to track number one of Awake, O Sleeper. Amen. Please be seated. Amen, amen, amen. How many are excited to be here tonight? Are you sure you're excited? Wow. Amen. Alright. Alright. Don't worry, we are going to be together for a long time, so it's okay. Well, we thank God for tonight. I believe that Reverend Clufio has started uh, on a very powerful note. Uh, we thank God for bringing us safely here to the willows. Amen. Um, I hope you are ready to overcome the cold in the environment. Somehow. Amen. Alright. But um, a few people I believe are still on the way coming. And, um, but we are grateful to God that we are all here. And uh, we are also grateful to God that Papa is in the house. Amen. Alright. So, um, I, believe, I believe there are some other guests who are coming in at the appropriate time who introduce them. But um, tonight is our night. Hallelujah. For us to have this very significant camp all the way in Port Elizabeth. Are the P people in the house? All right. Uh, we thank God that Bishop always said that I want to come to Port Elizabeth. And it has come to pass. And today we have all gathered from far and near to come and be here with you and also to receive from our Papa. Um, we're just coming in from, from Cape Town. It's been so awesome and so powerful. Um, the conference that our Bishop had there. And um, I, I don't know what is coming our way. But I know that something super fantastic is coming. Hallelujah. So, let's get ready in our spirit, in our hearts, to take off. And um, slowly but surely, we are going to climb up higher. Amen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, without much ado, I'm going to bring Papa. Um, this is our daddy. This is our father. And if you don't know him, tonight is your chance to know him. How, how can you be in a family and you don't know your father? It's not possible. But I thank God for what, what he's doing. I thank God for this is the father who has raised all of us up. And who has selected us. Please come in. Come in all the way there. Yeah, all the way here. Seats. Raise all of us up. Amen. And um, I, am, I, am, I am one of the most blessed people who have 
fed from him for many years. Hallelujah. And I'm so glad to have a bishop coming all the way to be with us this number of days. Amen. And, and, and I know for sure that something is about to change in your life. You are not leaving this place the same way you came. Hallelujah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the great evangelist you have been watching on video, the great apostle, preacher, and teacher you have been watching on video is here tonight. Hallelujah. 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 All right. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. Thank God for this camp. Thank God for His blessings in your life. Thank Him for healing you. Blessing you. Touching your life. What a difference you make in my life, O Lord. We are grateful to the Lord for His blessings at this camp meeting. Thank you, Lord, for your healing power, your blessings. In the name of Jesus, we are grateful. We are thankful. Just thank the Lord for what He's doing. In Jesus' name. Hallowed be your name, Lord Jesus. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. Oh, 
Hallelujah. Are you glad to be here? Wow. I'm excited to see all of you. And um, I believe that we are going to have a good time for these two or three days that we are together. Amen. I don't want you to be tired. It's a camp. And the rules of the camp are tiredness. To the end. Amen. Amen. We are going to be here. Don't feel sleepy. Don't say you want to go and sleep. We didn't come here to sleep. We have nicer rooms in our houses. So we are here to receive the word. And I know that God is, has already selected you to do his will and to do his work. Are you expecting God to use you? Amen. So I know that um, in this meeting, God's calling and hook. I see a hook. Hooking your heart. And I'm taking some of you with me to Ghana. Can you already feel the hook that is hooking your heart? Amen. And I've asked that uh, the pastors or most of the lay pastors and should not be here because I just want to see you directly. So the pastors, I don't want any filter between me and you. I don't want you to see what I'm saying through any other eyes. And I don't want them also to be here to intimidate me. Like when I'm preaching, they'll say in their head that we know this one already. We have heard these ones already. Hey! No, 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 no. I want you to be free to receive because you see when you are older you don't believe a lot of things do you know that it's true when you are young and somebody says I love you you see that you are believing the love but when you are older and they say I love you say mm. You say, I've heard it before. I've heard the same thing before. About 20 times. From 20 types of people just like this. And not even one was true. Yeah. So you become hardened. And you, you, you intimidate preaching. So, I want... That's why I say I want people with first love. Do you know first love? First love is different from second love. The, the lady that you love first 
or the brother that you love first. That's the first love. That's the one when you are mad. The one when you are blind. The one that you are very happy. You look at him, he doesn't have anything and it doesn't matter. It's a poor man that you like him. Because your feeling is just love. But when you are older and more experienced with bitterness, when somebody says, I love you, say, You love me, you love me, you love me, I'll give you a dirty slap. You say, You love me. So I want us to love Jesus with first love. Do you love Jesus? Do you like Jesus? Do you love Jesus? Do you want Jesus? When you serve Jesus with a lot of thinking and a lot of calculations, a lot of analysis, you cannot serve Him well. You cannot serve Him well. You have to serve Him even with your feelings. The Bible says you love the Lord your God with all your heart. It means that all your feelings, with everything in you, you love Him. You give yourself to Him without too much thinking. What will happen? What will, what will this be like? So what will I eat? So what is my future? What am I going to do? You can never love somebody truly. When I love my wife, I still love her. And I, I, sometimes you even pity if sometimes you see somebody has been married to his first love and then something happens, he has to marry another person. You even feel sorry for the second love. Because you realize that the second love is not the same. When I met my wife and I, I used to visit her in the night, Without, without a car. I never ask how will I go? And how will I come back? I don't think about it. I say I'm going. Because something is pulling me. A hook. And I want you to have that same kind of first love. For Jesus. Think too much. How will it be? What will God do? How much? How much salary? What do you earn? How will I survive? What will I get? Will I have any house? Any car? No. This is not how to love God. When you read Revelations, and I want you to turn there. Revelations, oh, what is this? All right. Chapter 2. It says, Unto the angel of the church of Ephesus, write, 
These things saith he that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand, who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. I know thy works. I know thy labor. I know thy patience. How thou canst not bear them which are evil. Thou hast tried them which say they are apostles, and are not apostles, and hast found them to be liars. All these are good things. And hast borne, and hast patience. Amen. And for my name's sake hast labored, and hast not fainted. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. Amen. Left your first love. Remember therefore from whence thou art fallen, and repent, and do the first works, or else I will come unto thee quickly, and I will remove thy candlestick out of his place, except thou repent. First love produces first works. There's something called first works. It says repent and do the first works. Many of us become pastors sometimes. And then there are some things we do as first works out of first love. But after some time, first love is gone. And the first works are also gone. Because there are some things that you do because of your first love. And when you have first love, it's pure. It's sweet. It's just, I love Jesus. Amen. Like some of these guys who came to Ghana, have been in Ghana for years. You can see Kawelo sitting here. You, they are, you, it is some, a certain love that made you do that. When you are 40 years old and 45 years old, that is the same zeal. It, it must be seen in you. That I'm ready to do what I did and to do it again and again. But when it comes to the place where you are not prepared to do that because you have now matured and you are now retired, then something has changed in you. You see, and you, although you're still a Christian, you're still a pastor, still doing whatever, there is something about you that is different. And that is why God wants this type of pure, free-thinking, flowing people who just want to serve Him and love Him and do His will. Amen. You know, many are called, but few are chosen. Because between the many who are called and the few... I've written a book called Many Are Called. And I'm, I'm writing another book called Few Are Chosen. Yeah. Because in between, many are called and few are chosen. Are a whole lot of tests, including tests of bitterness. Because you see, so many things can happen to you as you go along. You are not sweet in your spirit. You are not flowing. You are not even happy anymore. Can't you see older people sometimes? You see, they, they are just cool. When you are dancing, they just look at you and say, That's you cool. they, don't know. they don't know what is in life. They don't believe anything anymore. They don't believe in the raising of the dead, casting out of devils. 
healing the sick, cleansing the lepers. Say, all this we've heard it before, it's not real. We don't believe anything anymore. I, I want to be free of such people. That's why most of the people around my life are young people. Many people around me are 10 years younger than me, 20 years younger than me. Because I, I, I need to flow with people who still have first love. Yeah. Otherwise, I can't work. I can't flow. We need to be happy because of Jesus. Jesus has been kind to us. Jesus has blessed us. Jesus has brought us here. Look at all of you sitting here. We are in South Africa. All of you are South Africans. If it had not been for the grace of God, think about your life today. The number of people you have slept with since you were 11 years old. We are not, we are not talking about all those things. Yeah. If we start to talk about it, it will not be easy. Hey. You know. You know yourself. You should have been dead. You should have been in the grave. Long time ago, you should have been dead. In your grave. Sleeping in your grave. By now, your, your face would have become small like this. Squeezed like this. You would have been shrunken. Some of you have, some of you have brothers and sisters like that. They've, they've gone to the grave. But you, you, you are here. You know, how do you say thank you to God for that mercy that has been shown to you that you are, you are here in his house today? I don't know how you can. You can write a card if you like. Go to send a thank you card to God or a letter. Huh? Where will you post it? So by the grace of God, you are here. You should have been dead. I said you should have been dead. But here you are. Still alive. Still alive, strong. Without HIV. Now sex is it almost means HIV. Almost. Anybody you try to sleep with a person see. Those waters are they are full of death. Death waters inside the vagina. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
Hallelujah. Are you glad that you should have been dead, sleeping in your grave, but God blessed you to see another day? And today you are here in a church. You in a church. A bad boy like you in a church. A bad girl like you in a church. Huh? And some of you are even called pastor. Hey! And some of you now want to be pastors. How many want to be pastors? Yeah. You must have an aim to be a pastor. God is going to bless you. Amen. So I want us to serve the Lord with first love. Only. All those who are coming here with adjusted love. Huh? You say, I will take it like that. You ask her, so she's okay. She's okay or she's the best. I'll just hand, I'll just accept it like that. No. You marry with first love. As you go along, things will be affecting it. Big, 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 like that. And you have to revive the first love. Reviving the first love. Hey, it's not a small thing. <laughs> Sit down. Why are you standing? You are so glad. Yeah, you have to be young. Amen. You don't have to be an old, old person. As we are growing, we have to get younger. When Kenneth was 80, he used to run from one end of the state to another at the age of 80. The summer passed 27. You are retired. Amen. Right. So, our theme is Awake, O Sleeper. Now, have you heard it before? Let sleeping dogs lie. It's like, don't wake up the dogs which are sleeping. Because if you wake them up, it may not be easy for you to cross. You get it? And so, the devil sees us as sleeping dogs. Who can eat him up? And it will be safer for us to be asleep than to be awake. Yeah? And so, he finds us to sleep. Dangerous dogs. Yeah? A dog is a dog. These days, I see dogs differently. If you watch wildlife, we have wild dogs. We have hyenas. We have wolves. We have foxes. Jackals. They are all the same. So the ones we have in the house that we are calling dogs. I tell you, it's either a wolf or a hyena or something that we've given a new name and it's in the house with us. Very dangerous. I tell you. And they all eat meat and blood. And they are very wicked. And so, if you know what is good for you, you will prefer that the powerful dogs and dangerous dogs should be left to sleep. Because great danger will come to you 
when you wake these animals up. One day, a certain brother he went to visit another brother. Hey! And he was going to the airport to catch a flight back to Accra, Ghana. And he didn't want to disturb his hosts. Yeah. <laughs> it is not funny. I don't want you to laugh because it was a very serious thing that happened that day. A pastor. Hey! So he came out of the guest house, in the house. And there were the dogs which were not asleep. <laughs> and when they saw him, they said, what are you doing here at this time? Who are you? Who are you? Why are you here? I tell you, they virtually ate him, a pastor. Yeah. So I, I, I was there when I had a call that uh, one of these uh, brothers was on admission in the hospital. Yeah. He was flying. He didn't fly again. No more flights. Hospital. He was in the hospital. They have eaten different aspects of, of him. Yeah. Dogs. Which are not asleep. Very, very dangerous. But when they are asleep, you pass by. Even if they are, as, they are not asleep, but they are awake and lying down, they are very dangerous. Yeah. You see that it's just lying there. Very dangerous. But it's not asleep. It's just lying and resting, but not asleep. Hey. It's a fantastic thing. One day, a certain man came to a hotel. And as he finished checking in, he was going, this, when he finished checking, he got this feeling, he was going this way and he saw a dog near that area. So he asked the receptionist, does your dog bite? And the receptionist said, no. So he went. As soon as he passed, by the dog. The dog attacked him. So he ran back to the reception. He said, You said that your dog does not bite. And he said, It's not my dog. I will to the dog then. It's not my dog. My dog doesn't bite. But this, this dog bites. But my dog doesn't bite. So you realize that even if the dog is asleep, is lying down, but it's not asleep, it's a very dangerous animal. Now, you and I, we are the most dangerous people to the devil. Yeah. There is no answer to the works of the devil except Christians who are awake. Yeah. It's the only answer to the devil. It's Christians who are awake. Because if you are even awake and just lying down, you are the most deadly, deadly group of people. Now, when you travel across the world, all right, we are just starting the camp 
tonight so that we start early in the morning. I'm just, this is just a short introduction. We are going to sleep in a few minutes. Yeah. But just to start up so that we started and then early in the morning we come. At dawn, okay? No sleeping. This is awake old sleeper. I don't expect you to be sleeping. When you travel all over the world, you will find the same problems are everywhere, but in different forms. For instance, if you come to Ghana, we have certain problems. If you come to South Africa, you have also problems. But it's different types of problems, but it all ends in the same. We have sinners, people who don't serve God. Here you have gangs. We don't have gangs in Ghana. We have armed robbers. We have armed robbers. <laughs> and thieves. We have, in Nigeria, they have three groups. We have petty thieves. We have armed robbers. And we have hired assassins. Yeah. <laughs> it's three levels. Yeah. Petty thieves, they steal without weapons. And then armed robbers, they steal with guns. And then hired assassins. People who have been hired to kill people. Yeah. But we don't have guns. We don't have guns. When you come to diseases, all over the world, there are different, different diseases. When you cure this one, a new one comes from somewhere. For instance, in Ghana, we have, or we have some places where everybody wishes blood. The schistosomiasis area. Or we have villages, entire villages where everybody is blind. Yeah, it's the Onkosakasis region. And you have sections. It's not so, I don't know how much it is now, but there are places like that. Everybody is blind. From the black fly, the simulium fly that bites the people. It bites all the people. But you go to another place, you find other diseases. So maybe um, in Ghana, we have malaria. Malaria is not in Europe, but then they have the flu. We don't have flu. Yeah, you have flu. We have malaria. You either have this or this. You have guns or arm robbers. It's either this or this. It's either malaria or flu. <laughs> it's true. You have HIV, a lot of HIV. Isn't it? A lot. And we also have other things. If you go to Russia, they have, I mean, like normal birth control is abortion. Everybody. And then drinking. In Ukraine, Russia, alcohol, drinking. Even you see Russian president totally drunk. There are so many films you see that president is completely drunk. But Boris Yeltsin. He was a cheap drunkard. You see him conduct, take over conducting a choir. He's totally drunk. The president. One time he went to Scotland or Ireland. He was so drunk, the plane landed. He didn't come out of the plane. 
the president of that country had come to the airport, they were all sitting there. He never came out. He never came out and they stuck the plane after some hours and wait away. He couldn't come out. He was just drunk. Yeah. You know, we have different kinds of problems. Either this or that. If it's not that, it's not. That's why everywhere you go, you will see graves. 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 This year I've been to two funerals in America. And you see the graveyard spread out. Spread out. South Africa, Zimbabwe, Africa. You don't have any wars. You, you are killing your people through HIV. We are fighting wars in West Africa. The whole place is unstable. Healing Jesus Crusade, we were going to uh, Burkina Faso. Then there was a small war there. They started. We were going through Ivory Coast to Liberia and other countries. There was a war there. So we couldn't go left. We couldn't go up. We could only go right. So we decided to go back to Nigeria. As we were going to Nigeria, they said they were also having elections and killing themselves. And in Nigeria, last part, you cannot enter. It is, it is Islamic controlled. They don't accept those things. It's, it's just wonderful. All over the world. You go to America, you think everybody is healthy. Going down, they, they have cancer. Cancer of this. I went to a church. I tell you, the pastor told me, we have seen so many people die of cancer. Different cancer. They don't know what is causing the cancer. Cancer of here, cancer of there, cancer of there, cancer of there. So as they cured all these diseases, then cancer has also come. More of cancer of here, cancer of different types of cancer. It's all types of problems. And you realize that the answer to the problems and the sin and the confusion in the world, it only lies with Christ. Christ is the answer. Jesus is the answer for the world today. There's a song like that. Jesus is the answer for the world today. No other person is the answer for the world. And we hold the answer. So the devil is hoping that we will be asleep. Because if we wake up, we are the worst nightmare that he can ever have in this world. It's for Christians who are awake and patrolling and moving and active. Yeah. And so he's finding the church to sleep. Please sleep. Please sleep. Because I will be passing this way. Please sleep. Because I will be passing this way. Please sleep. Please be a Christian but sleep. Deeply if possible. Deeply. That's why thieves come at 3 a.m. Yeah. But it's not, they don't want your sleep to adjust at the deepest part of your sleep. It's around 2 a.m., 3 a.m. You, you have gone into the higher realms of sleep. Hey! You'll be flying in the Mazarot and other realms of the stars. And so the devil has deceived us pastors give you messages that just make you relax. And there are things that can make you sleep as you keep hearing, especially monotonous things. Keep repeating the same thing. Make your life monotonous and find you to sleep. And so the devil has found all because you are the answer. Go to Soweto and see Pastor Mosa. He has an answer. The people in Soweto are 
rushing to his church on Sunday to listen to him speak to them. They are more interested in listening to Pastor Mosa than to listen to Tabo Imbeki or listening to Mandela. It's true. What is the name of your president? Jay-Z. Jay-Z is what? Ah, because Zuma. Jay-Z. 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 It's like a shortcut for Jacob Zuma. Yeah? They want to listen to what Pastor Mosa is saying and they will give their money. Yeah. You see, we are the ones who have the answers to the problems that are in the world. And so the devil is hoping that we will please sleep off Christianity, sleep off our lives. Try to sleep as much as possible. Yeah. Sleep as long as possible. Once you are asleep, you are holding everything. You can sleep, you just pass by. Everything's good. It's okay for the devil. If only we can go to sleep. The girls can go to sleep. The boys can go to sleep. You can be asleep throughout the last part of your youth. So, so, so maybe you are sick. You are diagnosed with a sickness. You know, and then you try to wake up. And then you are almost at the end of your life. Yeah. You see. But if, if, if we can get you to wake up. Now, there, you, I can only encourage you because I am also living my life. I'm almost 50. I'm not yet 50 years, but I'm almost. I'm surprised. I was 20. I was 20 something years old when I when I became a bishop in a, not a bishop. I had a cathedral. I was 29 years old. I've, I've been on this for some time. Amen. No, no, no. Not, it's not about clapping. <laughs> God bless you for your your, your support. <laughs> the attempt to clap for me, but. I thank you. Yeah. But I, I, so I'm also living my life. But what I'm trying to do is to encourage you to wake up. Because what I can do is up to here. What you can do is also up to here. So if you also do your part, then the world can be saved through Jesus Christ. Because the world is like a net. Little holes. Everybody has to be the little hole that prevents the fish from coming. But I can do my part. If you don't do your, you don't do your, then you see big gaps. And people are going out. So everybody has to do what he has to do. No American is going to come and save you here in South Africa. No American is going to come and save you. And it is possible to affect South Africa so much that South Africa will become a strong Christian country. Yeah, there will be nothing like gangs in South Africa. There will be churches, 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 worshippers, praises of God. And then you can go to the islands, Madagascar, Mauritius, and those other small, small islands around. Even Antarctica, is it Antarctica which is downstairs? After Cape Town, what do you have? Arctic or Antarctica? Antarctica is also an island with some few people. Yeah, you can go and live there as an Eskimo. Yeah, and win some few Eskimos. Awake, O sleeper. But the devil is saying, please, please sleep off your Christianity. Please sleep it off. Have a dream. 
Have a dream. Please dream and sleep. Let the time pass. While the demons just filter into the system. If it's not war, it will be some HIV. As West Africa is plagued with wars and instability, you are plagued with AIDS. Your place is stable. We don't hear so much of wars. But you have a lot of HIV and other things. It is said about a third of the country is infected with HIV. And, 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 and sex is just rampant. Sex is like shaking of hands. Shake hands with, shake out and stop sex with you. It's like shaking hands with you. Just rampant. Shake hands with your neighbor. Shake hands with your neighbor. Say, Charlie, how? This how people have sex. Hey! Easy as just easy as that. With the one on the right and the one on the left. That's it. to me? Yeah. Will you have that? In Ivory Coast, they've just finished slaughtering themselves, killing themselves. In Nigeria, just killing them, all kinds of things. Whilst Christians just sleep. And the devil is saying, he's having meetings. And he said, let sleeping dogs lie. These people are very dangerous. If they ever wake up to their responsibility, you'll be very sad. The devil will lose all his ground. He'll lose his grips. Because nothing could change you. You know yourself. What could change you? Is it education on condoms that was able to change you? What has changed you? Is it police that was able to change you? Was your mother able to change you? Was your father able to change you? What was able to change you? Yeah, only Jesus can change. It's the only solution that can actually affect people's lives. Nothing can change a human being. Nothing can change a human being. Only Christ. Yeah. The government cannot change people. At all. Your, your mother is a spell. Your father is not even around. He's absent. There's no father. The pastor is your father. Your, your father is unknown. Yeah. Only God could change you and save you. So the devil wants all of us to sleep. Sleep, 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 sleep. But now, God is calling some people and saying, Awake! Wake up! Wake up! Sleeping giants. It is time to wake. It is time to wake. Oh sleeper. From your sleep, your deep sleep. And become the man. If I can be a pastor, if me, that he what means, I can be a pastor. To me, if I can be a pastor, I don't know anybody who cannot be if I can be a pastor. That's what I think. When I look at my life, and the place that I came from, zero encouragement, and a zeroization of my life, I have people who disqualified me and discouraged me. And I am here a pastor with people who clap for me when I preach. 
then, then you, can be, you can be a pastor. It is time. It is time. Amen. It is time to wake, sleeping brother, from your sleep. It is time to wake, sleeping sister, from your sleep. It is time to wake. chapter 5 take no part in the worthless deeds of evil and darkness instead rebuke and expose them it is shameful even to talk about the things that ungodly people do in secret but when the light shines on it becomes clear how evil these things are. Ephesians chapter 
5, verse 14. I'm reading from the Living Translation. Where your light shines, it will expose their evil deeds. This is why it is said, Awake, O sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. So be careful how you live, not as fools, but as those who are wise. Those who are wise. Amen. And make the most of every opportunity for doing good in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but try to understand what the Lord wants you to do. Amen. Now you can see clearly the Bible is telling us, Amen. The Bible is telling us that it is time for us to wake. At Ephesians chapter 5 verse 14. Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. Amen. So many Christians are sleeping. Otherwise they wouldn't have written to Christians to awake. Alright? So awake, O sleeper, amen, thou that sleepest, and rise from the dead. Now sleeping is almost the same as death. Amen. So the first thing that I want you to know about sleep is that it is almost the same as death. So when Christians are asleep, they are like people who are dead. And when you are dead, the thing about death is that you do not contribute. When my father died, you know, there was a lot of confusion about what should be done. You know, because he was a lodge member and he was also a member of his Anglican church and he was, he was in different things. And I was a Christian. And then he was also a chief. And so the chief people said they had to do some sacrifices. The Lord people said they have to do some rituals. And the Anglican people also had their own things. And I also had my own ideas about what should be done. You understand? But the, the fantastic thing about my father's death was the fact that he made no contribution or comment to the confusion that was going on about why and what was being done. Because I thought to myself that my father would not like what is going on. Because his body was brought to the house at midnight. They said as a chief, his body cannot see the sunshine. So, he must be brought to the house for the wake keeping. Do you know what is wake keeping? Stay awake. You do it in South Africa. What do you call it? Vigil? Night vigil? For a dead person? You do it here? Okay. Night vigil? Pastor Chris, you do that in, in, uh, sometimes. The night vigil, but we call it wake keeping. You know? So at midnight, I remember my house. Then I saw after midnight blue flashing light. 
visited us who were awake. And here my father's body was being brought from the mortuary in the middle of the night getting to 1 a.m. And you see the ambulance with the very eerie and scary. I said, what are all these? You get it. But my father had nothing. No contribution to them. He didn't say anything. He expressed himself. He said nothing. That's death. You see, and that's when a Christian is asleep, he, have, he says nothing. He's a Christian. No contribution. Doesn't do anything. Doesn't influence anything again in the world. Doesn't say anything. Just there. And that's why the devil would love you to be asleep. <laughs> because if you were to wake up and start making contributions, saying things with your South African accent, as a, a black South African, and a black Southern African, because those of you in the South, you call us in West Africa, I, I was surprised when I came there that you call us Northerners. <laughs> My goodness, we are Northerners. Because we also have people we call not 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 the people from the north. We didn't know that we were the north. Yeah. You just have no contribution to make. And so the devil will be happy. You come, you come to me. What's your name? Come. What is your name? I can hear you. It's a miso. Shitsembizu. X-Man. What is X-Man? You are the X-Man. Your nickname. Stand and face the people. Look at a nice, juicy brother like this. The devil will prefer that he has no contribution to make in this world just be quiet. Sleep. Don't say anything. Okay? If you are a Christian, it's nice. Okay? Just be there. Be quiet. Be quiet. Be quiet. Don't say anything. But if this guy gets up and starts to speak to people and convince people and talk to people in a way, this is what the devil doesn't want. So, so brother, sleep. Sleep. Get a nice beloved. Do you have a beloved? Where is your beloved? Where is she? Who is she? Hey. Come. Wow. Okay, stand by your beloved. Hey. David and Goliath. Okay. <laughs> now. Oh, listen. Oh. Listen. Devil doesn't mind if you get married. He doesn't mind. Marry. Have children. Be, be good. Be happy. Have a good job. Only please, don't talk. Don't talk much. Don't say much about God. But Christianity, don't speak too much. Nothing. Don't make any comments. Just be nice. 
He said, and arise from the dead. From the dead. Recently I was at a funeral. Oh, I was so sad. Some lady was dead. Lady, a lady pastor. And as she lay down there, she looked like she was sleeping. You know, death and sleeping is, is almost the same. When somebody is dead, the person is like the person is asleep. The person just lies there. Just no, not say nothing. But when her little boy, her little son came, he was crying. And he was standing by me. And he said, I want mommy to wake up. Oh, my heart was divided into two. And I want mommy to wake up. And I realized that it's like mommy is asleep. That's how death is. It's like you don't exist. That's death. That's sleep. So when you sleep as Christian, as born again, it's like you don't exist as far as the war is concerned. As far as the real battle, you are non-existent. You are there, but you are non-existent. Yeah. And this is how the church has been made, like almost like we don't exist. In the scheme of things, the devil is taking thousands and thousands to hell. People are going to hell. People are dying. It's like there's no church. There's no church. It's full. The church is full of people who have been just don't see anything. Yeah, it's like death has fallen on the whole church, and death means silence. I used to have somebody who worked for me, Mrs. Saki Wanita. She died. Since she died, she's done nothing for me. Since she died, she's done not a, and she did all. Many of the books you read, she worked on all of them. She did all. She did everything. She was working like a horse. She was like a bulldog, fighting and working all the time for me. You, you remember her? You were there. You, some of you know her. Yeah. Since she died, she's done nothing for me. It's true. She's done nothing. No. No comment. And, and you too, you see, since you fell asleep, you do nothing for do nothing for the Lord. Nothing that you do. You just sit and watch. Receive. You open your mouth like newborn beds who are waiting for the mother to bring some web. Oh. Give me something. Amen. So my friend, it is time to wake. It is time to get up from your sleep. Because sleep is the state of doing nothing. It's the state of contributing nothing. It's the state of saying nothing. And I don't mean making meat pies for the pastor, making tea for the church, serving water, carrying somebody's Bible. These are not activities in the Bible. None of these are found in the Bible. None of these are found in the Bible. I'm talking about speaking. I'm talking about contributing. I'm talking about preaching. It is time to wake. Okay? So he's a nice guy. Hey, come, another nice guy. Come, another nice guy. What's your name? I can't hear you. Matemba, come. Don't be shy. Do you have a beloved? Wow. Where's your beloved? Where's your beloved? She's right. Oh, come. 
Oh, it's not, is it a secret, beloved? Is that a secret? Wow. Now, look, not too much shouting. Active. We want preachers, not shouters. Preachers, okay? Shouting, a lot of shouting sometimes, there's nothing to it. It's just, hey, 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 but it's nothing. They're just making noise. If you are a beloved, your relationship must be open. You don't have a secret beloved. When you come out into the open light, it helps you to be holy. You get it? It helps you to be open. Say, this is my beloved. I'm going to marry her. Openly. It will help you. But this type of secret, me and you, it is between us. Very dangerous. Amen. You, the devil wants you to be quiet. Say nothing. Do nothing. Lie down. Quietly. You can marry her, but do nothing. Say nothing. Okay? Be quiet. Don't speak. You can clap when they preach. Shout when they preach. But don't speak yourself. Don't ever get up and move around. Okay? Brother who is taking pictures, come. Uh-huh. You have a beloved... No beloved. Okay. You can even do more because you don't have a beloved. Look at a nice, juicy brother like this. How many sisters would like to marry such a nice brother? Not even one. Okay. Now, if this brother was to get up and fight for the, the Lord, what a blessing it would be. If these three guys. Do you see Pastor Moses? Pastor Moses is a good example. I like giving an example because you can relate with it. He is the example of somebody who rises up and just be preaching faithfully for 20 years, 30 years. It does a lot. Did you hear me? But supposing Pastor Moses had been quiet, not speaking a word. Go and see his church, giant church. His church is a giant church. Oversized church. Have you seen somebody who cannot fit into his clothes? That's how his church is. He cannot fit into his, the clothes of the church. Yeah. Oversized church. Supposing he had been quiet. All this in Soweto, and he had said, Oh, it's Americans who will come and preach to us. Americans. Americans. Supposing he had been waiting. Do you think an American can have a church like that today? No. It, those days are not now. It's not going to be like that. You are the ones. If you, if you rise up and you do, not just standing, taking pictures, but you, take, you start preaching. Wow! What a difference. I say, what a difference you're going to make. Amen. Do you want to make a difference? Do you want to make a difference? Do you want to make a difference? Sisters, don't marry brothers who are not deeply spiritual. Get get somebody with character. Somebody who can share the word. Not just somebody with raps. Just give you raps and say, Hi, baby. I love you, baby. No! Get somebody with the word. 
Yeah. Do you have the word in you? Do you have the word in you? Huh? Pardon? In process. You are in process. Huh? It's working on it. I just keep calling the brothers. Brother, come. You come. Can you imagine these are people all over? You start, you, you just get out of sleep. Hey, come. Shabaya. What's your name? Huh? John. George. Joy. John. John. Yeah. From where now? Haragua. Haragua. Can you imagine how Haragua will be burning when this boy gets up and goes to Haragua? People will be wondering, where do, you, where do these people coming from? People will say, this is a very serious problem we are having now. Dangerous people. The dogs are waking up. We cannot pass there easily. Easily. Yeah. Who is the nice brother? I see another brother over there. Brother, come. Wow. What's your name? Muit. From where? From Harangua. Harangua. Is it the same place as him? Hey. Two people who are awake. They are awake. Harangua. Where is Harangua? Around Pretoria. Yeah. I'll, I'll, then I can say, say to Pastor Daniel, come, come back home. So he's been here for eight years. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, he had to come here. Come because everybody here, people are sleeping. Would you come? The devil is passing through easily like that. So you have to bring some, some dogs who are awake. When the sleeping dogs wake up, I tell you, the devils will... One day I went to visit my beloved. At that time she was my beloved. And I visited her. She was staying with a friend. And I tell you, there was a huge dog in the house. So when I entered the gate like this and I saw the dog which was like as high as this. It was like a little like a cow. It was like a small cow. When I saw I ran away from my beloved. I ran away from my beloved. I said, no, I cannot go. I cannot go again. No. Hey. See that the devil will have targeted people that he is going to come for. When they see you awake, they will leave them and run away. That's how it will be. Because they say, this guy is awake. This guy is awake. This guy is a very dangerous person. When he speaks now, we can't just deceive people again. Can you imagine it, all of you? You know, one day I had a camp and I arranged six chairs. I remember that camp. I raised six chairs like that behind the pulpit. Give me the six chairs. 
Because when I was coming for the camp, when I was coming for the camp, the Lord told me that He's going to give me six missionaries or seven missionaries or something for South America. So when I got to the camp, it was just a few people I sent, arranged six chairs. These chairs would be filled by six people. There were just about 25 or 30 people at the camp. Those are the better camps, even few people, serious ones. And I said, they will be filled with missionaries. And I said, God is going to use those people. And I tell you, by the time I finished the camp, all the six chairs were there. Today, as I speak, there's not even one of all those people were living in, in England. Not even one of them lives in England. One is in St. Lucia Island. It's a church. One is in Trinidad. One is in Jamaica. One is in uh, Fiji Islands. One is in uh, um, Papua New Guinea. Yeah, there are two of them, Papua New Guinea. All of them on islands. They were all living in the UK. Yeah. That camp, they all believed it. And today they are all blessed, working for the Lord. Yeah. They just woke up. We will do it. It's possible. And I, be, I believe in you so much. I believe in you for South Africa and for Southern Africa more than I believe in myself. Because you if, you, if you wake up, you fly circles around any foreigner. No foreigner can even have a church here successfully. You see, in Ghana today, it's not easy for a foreigner to have a church. Because Ghanaians are good preachers also. Yeah. You see, this church is for South Africans. As we've come here, we have come to help you to do your own work. It's not that something we are doing. Yeah. We have not come to take something. We've come to give something. So my aim is to build up, as I see all these Benjamin Summer, all these guys, I see all of you, and building up people. The church is for We've come to help you to be awake. Yeah, yeah, it's for you. Well, it's only to wake you up and say, Brother, wake up. You can do it. You can do it better than me. Because when you are preaching, you will just change into the meter band of your language. And you start to say, And then everybody will understand what you are saying. And you preach again and you speak another one. Who? There are words. That I, I, I will not know what to say. Because I, I don't come from here. But you, you can preach around me circles. That, that today in Ghana, there, some years ago, there were white people with big churches in Ghana. I mean, there were white people, there were missionaries. They start. Today, there's, you can hardly find a white man who is having a church in Ghana. There are, there are some, but hardly. Because a Ghanaian will get up and he will preach. Do you understand? He will pronounce the words in a way. We pronounce the words in a way. <laughs> it's true. 
So I'm, I'm, I'm so excited about you because I feel that in the years to come, eh, you, so you are sitting there looking and you are a wonderful pastor. You don't even know. You don't even know. But I came because of you. I feel it in the spirit. I see the wind is calling you. And as for you ladies, hey, powerful daughters of Jesus. Some of you are going to be pastors, lady pastors, lady pastors' wives. Ah, we need a lot of wives for our pastors. We need some virgins. Virgin Atlantic. Hey! And the virgins are finished in South Africa. One of the rarest commodities in South Africa is a virgin. A practical, active virgin. A dangerous species. There are more lions than virgins in South Africa. But even if you were not able to be virgins, your children will be virgins. Amen. Virginity is, we are, we are on a campaign to increase the number of virgins. <laughs> In South Africa, one more virgins. Hey! It's a project. Yeah, for the next generation. Your generation is too late for most of you. Yeah. But soon. Are you listening to me? It's possible. I said it's possible. That's why, that's why I'm preaching to you this evening. Because I have seen it over and over and over. I know that God will call. Even the fact that you are at the camp. It shows that there is something drawing you. Yeah. It's a hook already drawing you. And you are being drawn to the Lord. You are being drawn to the Lord. You are being drawn to the Lord. To get up. To rise up. And start. This is what the devil fears. That's why the devil doesn't like me. He doesn't like me because I come to encourage people that he has discouraged and ruled out. He has cancelled them from whatever. And I come and tell them that you can be. You are. You can be. You can be. You can do. You can do. And I'm, I'm here to tell you that no matter who cancels you out, God is putting you back into the picture. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So you guys, you know, come and sit on my chest. Come sit on my chest. The, the, sisters, the sisters, you go and sit down and pray for the, the future. Wow. Yeah. And, and the reason why I encourage you to travel, sometimes even to come together, to make you more international. Because South Africans are too national. They are too national. You need to be international. Yeah. 
You see, you, you, you don't criticize a Nigerian who's come to start a church here. Or a Ghanaian who's come to start a church here. Why does a South African start a church in Nigeria? Are you not all human beings? Are you not all Christians? Yeah. How do you not rather go to Nigeria? They have uh, one quarter of the whole of Africa is in Nigeria. Why don't you rush there to go and start a church there? <laughs> you see? So it shows that there's something deficient in you. That's why they come to you. You don't go to them. There's something deficient spiritually. And that's what we are trying to correct. Yeah, we're trying to correct it. Yeah. You should be going there. You should go to Abidjan. You should go to Abidjan and go and learn how to speak French and pastor the people there, preach to them. Why do you, why do you want somebody to come from there here? You go there. It shows that there's some boldness back in you which will make you go out there and wake up other Christians. Are you there or you are going home? Do you like my panel behind me? Do they look powerful? Can you see their future? Are they going to be wizards? Witches? Fornicators? Spreaders of HIV? What are they going to be? Preachers? Honorable men? Honorable men? Honorable men, respectable men, respectable people, covered with the anointing. That's their future. You see them. That's the future of these guys. Wow. One day you'll be the most respected person in your family. Yeah, your whole family. Your whole family. Yeah. You never, you will never know. Somebody from a company in Ghana called You May Never Know Limited. <laughs> you may never know limited. It's a company. And Christ shall give thee light. That means that when you are asleep, you are in the dark. Yeah. You are in the darkness. You are in the darkness. Amen. But now, God is going to give you light. So, ladies and gentlemen, darkness has fallen upon many of us. But light is coming. I see one more chair here. Who is it for? Come. Yeah, bring your Bible because it's a, it's a chair. And this brother also. You also want to bring your chair. Come and join them. Get a chair. Yeah. It's a prophecy. It's a prophecy. It's a prophecy. Your life is changing as you do this. Yeah. Wow. Do you believe it? Yeah. One day, day. Yongicho came to Ghana. And after preaching in the night, we went to a hotel called La Palm Hotel. And there was a special restaurant that makes, I think, Thai food or some 
Asian food. So we went there and we were sitting at just three of us or four people. And he ordered some kind of lobster or some kind of shrimp, one of those animals. <laughs> but he, he liked it. So I, I didn't order, I was just sitting there and was talking with him. Then somebody asked him a question which has always stayed with me. Do you want to know that question? Are you sure you want to know that question? He said, what do you do with a pastor who goes to sleep with somebody? Fornication. Adultery. Uh, most of us here are fornicators. Past. Hopefully in the past. Is it in the past? Okay. I hope you are not sitting here with somebody's pens in you. This company, please. Anyway, you'll be shouting. Somebody is here with that pens. Ask your neighbor, is it you? Anyway, quiet, quiet. If you are not quiet, I will not finish telling you the story. Then he gave an answer. He said, when it comes to these things, you can never tell how the person is going to be. He said that he had a pastor who went to do that. And he said, after that, he took the pastor and put him somewhere. He said, today, that pastor has 100,000 members. Yeah. 100,000 members. And now he's doing, hey, well, not 1,000, not 2,000, 100,000. It's not what, it's not that they say, it's what he said to me, I was there. Yeah, he's sitting here, I'm sitting here. You see, what God is trying to show is that he's the God of the greatest recovery, the God of the greatest restoration, the God of the almost impossible from darkness you can become such a bright light this is how god is yeah so as you are here there is nothing that you have done as far as the east is from the west the lord has such power that is why he takes great exception to people who don't forgive and people who are so hurt that they don't forgive See, one of the things that will take us out of the church is hurt. We are offended about this, offended about this, offended about this. This is why God doesn't joke with us. Because the kind of forgiveness... Today I was talking to some people who were telling me that they were murderers. How they have killed so many people. But today they are pastors. So it's like God, His forgiveness is like it's so big. Hey! So if you are a murderer, I've killed this, I've killed this, I've killed this. Today I'm preaching. It's like God should bow me for forgiving. God, for God, He has no choice. Just forgive. But you, you will not forgive when a problem happens. For God, His His word. So I don't know what sins you have done. Which girls you have disappointed? You've told them lies. You have told them lies. You have disappointed this one, disappointed, broken. Some of the sisters, after you finish with them, they cannot marry again. Because you broke their heart into pieces. There's nothing left of the heart. 
The heart is not working again because it was broken by you. Hey! And you have gone on to marry somebody else to live. You say you are going to live happily ever after. Huh. Yeah. I've met many ladies. They are almost mad. Because their hearts were broken. Are you listening to me? Amen. So my friends, I'm telling you, God is a God who can take from negative, 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 and make it positive. So wildly. And I want you to believe in God that way. Into the sea of forgetfulness. Huh? Yeah. My pastor who ordained me, he was a pornographer. He was a pornographer. Not that he was watching pornography, but he was an actor. Yeah, that was his work. That was his work. He was one of the actors. <laughs> this is how great God is. And he, he ordained me. <laughs> he ordained me. Yeah, pornographer. It was something he talked about. He said so much so that when he got born again, he never, it never occurred to him even once that sleeping with somebody is a sin. He said, oh, to him, if you love somebody, you sleep with the person. So, he was sleeping with so many girls and he said he was just loving them. I'm just loving them. Let us love one another. For love is of God. That's what he said. Until one day, it was happening one night, he was in bed with a girl and a huge demon in the form of a huge black being came to stand in front of the bed. In the middle of the night. And he jumped out of the bed. He was so scared. And he said there is something wrong. So he started to read the Bible. And that is when he found out that. You are not supposed to sleep with somebody. And then he changed completely. And he married a, a lady. His wife is called Denise. And he married her. And he has been with her. He's almost 70 years old now. He's still with his wife. I tell you, it's, it's amazing what God can do. Just change you like this. So bad. You become so good. So evil. Then you become such a blessing. Such a curse. And then you become such a blessing. It's amazing. Into the sea of forgetfulness. He pours out his love and his power. This is what he's doing for you. I see it so much. I said I see it so much in you. I stand before you guilty and unworthy. How can I be forgiven and made holy? Though I know I break your heart, but you promised I could start all over and all the things. Forgetfulness, you place the love of my sin. 
And now he's just a pastor. He's my associate evangelist. He explains all the miracles and all the crusades. All the time. I feel so honored I have such a specialist with me all the time. It's a blessing. This God can change you and make you a very, very great person. I'm telling you. This is what I, I want you to believe. It's possible. And I see it happening practically in your life in Jesus' name. Amen. Sit down. Into the sea of forgetfulness you placed the love of my sin. I'm the one who keeps reminding you over and over again. Into the sea of forgetfulness as far as this from the west. Giants rising through the land. Powerful giants. Doing great things for the Lord. More Mosasolos. Yeah. When I say the church is for you, I mean it. Literally. We came to help you in South Africa wake up. Giving you a church. It's for you. Yeah. We are just helping. And I hope that you too one day you will be helping other nations. You will go to Brazil and help them there. You will go to Chile and help them. You will go to other places and help them. I hope that you will also help some people one day. Amen. Lift your hand. Father, thank you for the blessing of your word today. Thank you for the blessing of saving us, healing us, delivering us in the of Jesus Christ. We love you. Thank you. That it is time to wake. It's time to wake. Oh sleeper. We give you thanks. We give you praise. That there will be no sleeping believer left here after this camp in the name of Jesus. All abilities shall be awakened. All graces and gifts shall be awakened. All powers lying within us shall be awakened in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And everybody shouted, Amen. Amen. All right. Already with you people here, I feel a great accomplishment. Yeah, I feel a great accomplishment. I feel it. Amen. Now listen, tomorrow or today, it's already 12.30. 
in the morning. So, 6 a.m. We are coming back here. Okay? Now, it is time to wake. It is time to wake. Sleeping brother. From your seat. Oh, yeah. Christ shall give you life. It is time to wake. Sleeping sister. Sleeping sister. forward for tomorrow. Okay? Wake up and come. That's all. you get a chance to bath during the day. Amen. And the weather is very cold, so bathing is not so... You know... Yes. <laughs> are you there? Tell somebody, listen. I am a soldier. Hallelujah. Supposing you are going to fight with Zimbabwe. South Africa and Zimbabwe have a war. And all the people in the South African army are children. Eh? Can you imagine? You have 50,000 school children going to fight against Zimbabwe. And Zimbabwe has got 10 soldiers with guns. Seriously armed soldiers. Who do you think will win the war? The, the people with just a few soldiers. 
So I'm trying to convert you from being an army of little children fasting. You can't wake up. You can't, when, when you want to be in an army at a point, you don't sleep. They'll give you seven days without sleep. You see them moving. Uh, uh, US, US, United States Army, Navy SEALs. Seven days, no sleep. Yeah. Very wild. So, they come at six o'clock, it's nothing. And it, it is the easier one. Can you imagine how it will be the next day? Hey! The bumbo. So you are blessed. Amen. Are you glad to be at the camp? How many believe that God is changing your life? As you stay here, you are being changed. God is calling you. God is calling you. If you don't hear anything, you hear that God is calling you. Yes. And He's going to use you powerfully. Father, thank you for the great blessing that has been released into your people's lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. Alright. Who is the conductor? Is it you? Yeah, okay. So we've closed. Unless there's something else to do. Six, nothing to do. Six o'clock. So some of you, you go and you chat ah, till 2 a.m., 3 a.m., chatting, talking. Then when it's time to wake up at six, you say, it is time to sleep. Oh, sleeper. No, it's time to wake. Are you there? So you are blessed. May this can be a turning point in your life in Jesus name amen god bless you 630